Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. We've got the full team this week. We had the full team last week, but Brendan was only partially here. Um, COVID had taken over his mind, nose, and taste. Um, (laughs) So we are back in full force. Brendan won COVID zero. Although that wasn't that wasn't the score last week. So is it no. Brendan um, one or is it Brendan two COVID zero? What? Did you only have COVID once? Yes. Oh well, I thought you had twice. Never mind. Oh COVID. no, it was, the, it was a stupid vaccine that didn't work very well, or maybe it worked. I don't. Oh, I don't know. okay. So you had half it, of COVID. It so definitely no, did Br- not. Brendan one and a half COVID zero. The vaccine <laughs> kicked my butt, so I got on that end, and then I got the COVID. And, yeah. Actually, I think I'm losing in all this. I don't think the score is correct. I vote COVID. <laughs> we're, we're voting. Vote COVID. Strong argument. Yeah. 2024. Vote COVID. <laughs> So, Brendan, we are glad to have you back. We had a, a fun episode last week, a uh, really good conversation on breaking the budget. want to talk a little bit about that. I, I was able to break the budget just a tad, not too terribly, but broke the budget a little bit out this week. Um, we'll, of course, do purchases and purchases. We are starting back up King of the Hill Rye. So we'll yes. talk about our King of the Hill bourbon segment that we did over five weeks, the contenders, the challengers, mm-hmm. the winner. And then we'll get into King of the Rye. But before we do any of that, if you're following along, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you could uh, go subscribe at the other place. If you're watching this on YouTube or somewhere like that, go subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those places. If you're listening on one of those channels, if you could go subscribe on YouTube. You don't have to watch or listen to it twice. Just go do that. Do us a favor and let's uh, let's spread the love to the uh, different channels we have. You can also find us on all the social medias. Bourbon on a budget, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I don't think there's anything else, but if there is, just check and see if we're on there. If not, and you want us to be, just let Ben know. He's a social media wizard. Before yes. we go much farther than that, let's jump in and chat with Brendan about his return from the dead or return from COVID land because it was almost the dead. Not really. I don't mean to make light of it, but. Uh, no. Go ahead and, and talk to us about getting your taste back, getting your smell back, this process, this journey you've been on, how happy yeah. you're back to be glad to be back with us too, and just take it away. Presumptuous there. Uh, it was almost the dead for me in, in terms of being able to uh, participate in this podcast fully because I couldn't smell anything. My smell was 0%. I can maybe taste, which I know they're kind of correlated. I could taste like a few things, uh, like like something would taste salty and I could taste like that tasted salty i could taste that it was spicy or sweet or sour but nothing beyond that uh no no other depth to it so that happened like two or three days into having symptoms for covid and then lasted 
about three or four more days of not being able to really smell or taste anything. And then kind of slowly started getting it back. So every single day has legitimately been better than the one before in terms of the smell and energy and everything else like that, that having COVID uh, brought on was not fun. Uh, but yeah, I could smell most things at this point. And there was like four or five days ago, sitting out back, my neighbor was barbecuing and I got a whiff of, of legit barbecue smoke. And it was a really nice, like, Oh, I can still smell stuff. Like this is cool. Um, Fortunate because like my wife uh, lost her smell as well, kind of. It ended up like the smell ended up altering. So she couldn't smell things or, or uh, it, she ended up uh, not being able to smell like half of things and the other half of things smelled like chemically and gross. So yeah, not not fun. Uh, but like I said, I've been able to smell a bit more each day. I've been doing smell therapy with, uh, with like essential oils that our friend Joe recommended TJ. And so I've been smelling that for like uh, like five or six different oils for a minute each day at, at a time. And that's been helpful in recognizing my brand. And I just started drinking a little bit of bur bourbon again, but more so smelling it and trying to recognize like different flavors and notes and, and just kind of retraining the brain to like remember stuff. So fortunately I didn't lose it for that long a period of time. I know other people have lost it for like months. Uh, some people have lost it permanently. So uh, lucky that it was only really like a full week without smell. And, and I'd say probably like at 90% at this point of being able to smell stuff. Go ahead, Ben. I feel like you had a question there. Yeah. Did you did you come back with like uh, like low proof specifically, or is it like just straight back into what you are normally drinking? Uh, so the first thing, I, so I would actually go by uh, on my my whiskey cabinet. On top of it, I have a bottle of Old Forester 100 and Old Forester 100 Rye, which spoiler alert, we will uh, review uh, later in the week. And I would open because there's a little twist off cap. I would go by, and I would smell it like every single day to see if I could smell something. Right. And nothing, nothing, nothing. And then finally like day five or six into it, I was able to get like a little bit of sweetness, almost like barely kind of smell. And so I would just smell this every day. Cause I was familiar with like what the rice spice would be like. And every day would be able to get a little bit more. Uh, then when I actually tried bourbon for the first time yesterday, I went with Henry McKenna 10 cause I knew what it tasted like and smelled like. So I knew I would be able to kind of have some recall there. And, uh, and I wouldn't say like I can get a hundred percent of it, but like I was able to get vanilla. I was able to get oakiness. I was able to get a little bit of cinnamon spice. So I was like, you know what? Those are all things that I've been smelling vanilla. I've been smelling, uh, a, a cypress wood, uh, oil that we had and uh, cinnamon oil and clove. So a lot of those things are, are present in, in bourbon. So I was able to get all those, uh, or three of the four of those in, uh, the, the Henry McKenna. So uh, proof, I, I don't know if proof made a huge difference or not, but I did go with something that was familiar to me. Um, I feel like, well, first of all, a couple of sports references. So Ben, you can clock out for a few minutes here. Did you see that Kirk Herbstreit a few months ago even said like, no, I got COVID months ago and I still haven't gotten like my taste or smell back. I think I saw him say the other day that it's slowly coming back, but he lost his for legitimate like months and months, which is just brutal. Like, so I'm glad that you're, Situation has improved much, much more quickly. Um, yeah. That said, Kirk doesn't do a bourbon podcast that I'm aware of, so I mean, it is more important that yours came back first. You know, that is true. Yeah, I was a little, <laughs> I was a little concerned about that. I was like, we could probably fake it for a couple of weeks, but eventually this will become problematic. No, I'm happy I got it back too. Obviously, it's uh, fortunate oh. that it was only a, a, a week. The uh, the other thing I was going to say is another sports. You know, sorry, Ben. Um, yeah, everybody has to go through like the concussion protocol. You kind of went through COVID protocol. Like you're training yourself back up. You had to pass all these tests. You have, you know, Joe recommended the essential oils. And I come back mm -hmm. to the uh, 
I come back to the group chat that you and, you know, I got linked up in this group chat with you and Joe because you're, you're trying to get him to weasel some whiskey, some scotch out of some people. No, and, no. you know, I come, you know, I know you Italians. I know who you are. But. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, on the But uh, you, I come back to the chat. I don't know if I was driving or out with friends or whatever. I come back to the chat and you guys are like discussing essential oils. There's some multi-level marketing type stuff going on where you, you know, you're signing up for his essential oil business now. And my wife can help you out. With you're that. Quit, you're that's quitting, exactly, that's exactly you're, what happened. You're quitting two, four, seven to sell essential oils now on the side and everything else. So, um, no, I'm just kidding, but I'm glad that you've returned. I'm glad that Joe's home ribbon, you know, you do a bourbon podcast with Ben and he's right. Melissa, I, you know, I don't, when I walk in the house, there's all these sample balls over. I don't know if they're whiskey or essential oils. I drank some chamomile. Oils, yeah. I drank some chamomile the other day. It wasn't very good, but, uh, but Ben didn't suggest any of this stuff to you. At least Joe's a better friend than. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think Ben gave me the COVID, so I couldn't smell anymore. He bottled, he bottled it up and mailed it to you. <laughs> um, that wasn't Pappy. That was COVID. <laughs> Similar proofs. Um, let's uh, let's jump into our segment. It's a uh, the long-awaited return. It's been a, like a month or two, but the long-awaited return of King of the Hill. Um, we had Brendan froze for like 15 seconds there. So you yeah, guys, my internet's back. I think am I around? I can hear you now. Uh, for those watching or for those listening, you just had no clue and probably wonder why I interrupted. Brendan was like frozen smiling for like 30 seconds and I, or maybe like 10. I wish I had screenshotted it cause it just looked amazing. So it's Brendan never smiles that much. So <laughs> take it away. It's hard to get but it. I, I realized it was freezing and I knew I was smiling. I thought it'd be weird if I went from this to not. So I just kept doing this and apparently it just froze like that forever. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so anyway, King of the Hill back for hopefully five rounds. I don't know. We've got some bangers in here This for this. We're not going to tell you what all of them are, but we have King of the Hill Rye. We'll jump into that in just a minute. But to remind everybody, we played King of the Hill with Ben's pick, 1920. An old Forester bourbon, 115 mm-hmm. proof, it, if it, I remember correctly. It was my pick, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. sorry. Also, oh, Ben. So Brendan got the 1920 pick. We yes. put it up against Old Forester 100. Kept it in the family. We we put it up against, I think, Maker's Cask the next week. Mm-hmm. Then we put it up against 1910 when we did our toasted episode. Um, and then we put it up against Rare Breed. It got knocked off against Rare Breed. Rare Breed beat it. It's a cheaper product. We rated it slightly higher on flavor and then value obviously being a little bit better with being $10, $15 cheaper. Uh, do you guys remember what week five was going to be? What was going to be the – like rare Would it have been like a, a George T. Stag or something? No, I don't think we are going that high. I don't like you guys that much. Um, well, we tried. <laughs> it's in the past. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was going stag to be like junior? a – it was going to be like a $100 maybe, bottle. Maybe a Stag Junior. Yeah, it's gonna be something in that range. Yeah, it was gonna be, or maybe it was the smoke wagon uncut unfiltered. That was it. That was it. That was so we were gonna go smoke wagon uncut unfiltered, but it got knocked off in week four. We have for the Ben, hold it up for this King Hill counterpart. Yeah, rare breed rye, baby. Rare breed bourbon knocked off our champion, knocked off our king last time, and so we are going with its counterpart. Rare breed rye, shaken, not stirred. Ben, um, do you have the specs on rare breed rye? Does anybody want to kind of give that out, talk about it a little bit? Brandon, I go got ahead. it. I got it. So, rare breed rye came out what just 
a year ago, 2020, technically. Um, uh, I think so. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, and I think in, in our market, like in, in Florida, like we were just able to get it was a few months ago. That was one of the first pursuits and purchases that Ben was actively trying to get. TJ procured it for it. him like a good friend. And now you guys can find it, what, fairly regularly? I know I can get it up here, not yeah. when, whenever, yeah. but yeah, there's one or two stores I know will have it consistently. So it is a straight rye. It is proofed at 112.2%. That's barrel proof. No age statement on this one. Uh, I didn't actually do a lot of deep research beyond what the, the age statement was not, which is nothing, but I, it maybe it's you know five or six years. Who knows? I'm just speculating here, though. Mash bill, 51% rye, so a low rye rye, 37% corn, and 12% malted barley. MSRP is about $60 on it. I'm going to try to do a quick Google if someone wants to take over for me and see if I can find what the age is speculated to be. So rare breed rye is one of Ben's favorite things. Like Brandon mentioned, we did yeah. – um, find that I happened to just be in a store. Shout out Kenny's in in Riverview. Um, saw it on the shelf, grabbed it, and got it for Ben. I think for his birthday. What a good I friend so. I am. Um, so grabbed that for Ben. He really liked it. Killed that bottle. Was in another store yesterday, Party Liquors, and saw it on the shelf for sixty bucks. So um, we needed it for this episode, and so picked it up there from Party Liquors and. Uh, now we have it. I know that there are a few stores in Tampa. Lucan's usually has it pretty consistently. Um, it's a it's a tad bit higher than that bourbon. So we're yeah. looking at another $60 bottle, which is about what 1920 was. Mm -hmm. So we're we're looking a little bit more expensive um, than the rare breed bourbon. So that's gonna factor into some things when we get into some of these different tastings. But that's what we're looking at here. Brendan did get the info back. Reportedly a blend of four, six, and eight-year straight rye whiskeys. So somewhere around a four to six-year, I would assume, is, is what the majority of this makeup is. Um, can't imagine they're using as much eight. But a good product. Uh, who wants to uh, talk about our challenger? Ben, do yeah. you know who the challenger is? Do I know who the challenger is? Uh, yeah. How about baby rare breed? How about a wild turkey 101 rye? Just slightly underage, slightly less proof. Uh, still a lot, wild a turkey. A lot less money. <laughs> a lot, yeah, a lot less money. Um, this is a 23 to $24 bottle uh, versus the $60 bottle, but you get a little more age, a little more proof with this uh, rare breed. So we're going to be uh, doing a little battle. A battle. <laughs> the the second the second most popular TikTok video we have is me taking Old Forester nineteen ten and nineteen twenty and going no oh, no and clashing into each other and that got a ton of followers. <laughs> I think that was the last TikTok we've uploaded. Uh, COVID. <laughs> oh, that'll be lit. So let's jump into this. Let's jump into this King of the Hill. Tough, tough road for Wild Turkey 101 to come up against quite a challenger here. But like all great mm -hmm. Hollywood movies, we can't lose in the first 10 minutes. So here we go um, with our two. We're all doing it blind, if I know correctly, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know that these will be super hard to distinguish, but we are doing them blind. From a color perspective, I can look at them and and I think I can tell. Lower lower your hands so the people uh, at home can see. But there is a difference on my screen. I can tell the one in your my right, your left is darker. This is my right, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, that one's lighter. Yeah, it the screen flips it around. So yeah, uh-huh. this is actually my left. Um, That's what I said. Your left, my right. Listen. Oh, sorry. That's okay. That's fine. Ben, what are you doing? I spilled some of mine. <laughs> S- smell it, smell it, lick it, taste it on, on the my there, keyboard, and uh, let us know if it's a rare breed that you dropped and spilled or one hundred and one. I don't know yet. Hold on. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. All right, let's taste these. I, I don't have time to play with Ben's games here. Brendan, let's taste <laughs> these and go. <laughs> All right, so uh, on the nose, uh, my COVID nose can distinguish a difference between the two, knowing which one is which. I am pretty close to, to knowing already on the nose which one is which. Uh, what I like about the Rare Breed, and I want to throw this to Ben in a second here because he's really the one who loves Rare Breed and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of introduced to me as I was starting to taste rye and enjoy rye, or at least getting used to them, he kind of walked me through how to like absorb the rare breed and, and how to understand its its tasting profile. Yes. So for me, what I like about the rare breed is got a ton of proof, a ton of spice, but a lot of delicate vanilla and zest with it too. Uh, so so Ben, what what kind of stands up to you about the rare breed? What what draws you to it and made this the choice for King of the Hill for you, the contender? So will. rare breed is really interesting to me, um, and this just goes back to just general just general stuff with, with specifically rare breed. Um, I've always found that rare breed early on drinks really peppery um, at the beginning. And then as you drink through the bottle, it gets way more vanilla. And I just think that comes a little bit of air. So if you could at the early stages, open this bottle, at least open your pores up a little bit, like earlier on, it'll get way more sweet on the nose. But originally, when you first get into like at least the neck pour, we should probably do an episode just on neck pours if that's even a thing. Because mm-hmm. you know, I just I'm I, I'm a believer specifically with this with this whiskey, right? Um, but it's really peppery on the nose, peppery on the palate. But as you drink it, it gets way more vanilla, way more you know, sweet, uh, minty, refreshing, not caramel, very citrusy notes. So. Yeah, when I'm when I'm tasting both of these though, one one that I'm thinking is the 101. I would say it smells, uh, man, it smells like just a little harsher, right? A um, little more ethanol based. Where's the other one? Because it's lower proof, uh, right? It's, it's but it doesn't have the it doesn't have as much sweetness on the smell, right? That's what I think. You know, that's where I think it lacks. Is it's not very sweet. It's also not very full. It's not full. I'm with you there. Yeah, the the smell for me, it's almost funkier. Uh, It's just rye. Rye The the, the peanut butter part of the rye that I don't always love the way it comes across is Mm -hmm. super peanutty there. Now, I will say this on the taste for the 101, guys. I think it's actually sweeter, but not in the night. It's like a candy corn, uh, overly sweet kind of where the rare breed unfolds beautifully. It's very delicate but strong. Don't talk crap about candy corn. I mean, okay? candy corn's got its place. It just it's not in bourbon. Just eh, <laughs> definitely not in bourbon. Um, we should soak candy corn in bourbon, and that could be our Halloween treat. Not like not for, for me, not for like kids or stuff. I was promised way I was promised way more alcohol and drugs when I was a kid. <laughs> like just to let you guys know, All right, like we. Be careful, like they'll they'll put drugs in your candy. Like nobody's putting drugs in candy. Uh, Mine was always needles. 
They would put needles in candy. Bars. Why would they do? Why would they do? I don't that? know. Why, why would people do that? Do that? But, like, who's just like? Yeah. Let's and the parents having to go through and check to like make sure like it wasn't open. Right? Know, who's man. doing that? Who has that much time? What about toothbrushes? People ever put toothbrushes? Did you no, ever get like the? Okay, this is way off subject, but like, what about the people that like gave out the crappy candy? Did you guys egg their house or no? No, I didn't. We, egg, I, I never egged houses. TP yeah. houses, but not because of candy. Just yeah. like, what if they get? What if you went to somebody's house and they gave out an apple? Like I think I, I just put it back. I, I like, wouldn't leave. I wouldn't take it. I'd just be like, all right, thanks. Just yeah. leave it there. Have a nice night. All right. What about full bars? I gave out full bars in my neighborhood. Uh, Man, Mr. Yeah, well, Moneybags. Well, you're Jeez. rich, bro. Mr. Monopoly. Mm. Holy crap! Okay, how about this? Point of uh, point of talking here. The Wild Turkey 101 and the Rare Breed Rye have the same mash bill, so. Mm-hmm. We're primarily tasting age and proof differences. Yeah, um, age and, and water. And, yeah, age and water. That's what we're kind of going back and forth. But I do think it's very distinct, though. Like, if I pick up one and pick up the other, it's like, oh, this one's way higher proof. This one's more nutty. And so You're talking about another 15% proof. Like, you're talking 15% more you oh, know, yeah, yeah. water in the other one. And age, like Ben said. We don't know exactly the difference, but... I mean, I, man, I would say the quality seems better too. Like I think if we put a little bit of water in the rare breed, it was first off, we're all saying rare breed. We all know which one it is right at this Mm -hmm. point. And that's pretty obvious for me. Rare breed was a, let me make sure. Yep. That's a, so yeah, we all, all right. Clean sweep. It's cool. Uh, But I think if we took a little bit of water and put it in the rare breed, it would still, if you got it somehow close and proof, we don't have a, a proof measure instrument. I don't even know what it's called, but it does exist. Um, I think it would still, if they were similar proof, would would still win. I think it's just um, more yeah. depthy and nuanced and, and the age is more refined, if you will. So is it, and I my answer to this is yes. Like I'll answer. This isn't like I try and trip anybody up. Is it three times better? Because you can buy the other Ooh. one for 20 bucks and you buy this one for 60. Shoot. I would say. My answer is yes. Yes, and I don't know about three times hmm, better. Like times if we better? did, if we did our score system, TJ. But if someone was going to give me a gift, a sixty dollar bottle of rare breed or three twenty dollar bottles of one on one, I would take the rare breed every time it's a gift. I'd, Absolutely, I would. I don't. I don't I drink. I don't drink enough mm-hmm. to need three bottles of one on one ever. And we have so much in our collections, anyways. Correct. Right? Yeah. So. But no, I agree with you on a, on a rating scoring system, the way that we do the review. So check out the review of, of old Forrester 100 coming up on two on Thursday of this week. But a uh, little plug there is they, call I, it the business. I think that would be interesting. I think yeah. old Forrester 100, one, three bottles of that versus one bottle of rare breed. Would actually that's be a, a good, that's a good conversation to have. Um, I probably still lead the rare breed, but it's definitely a closer conversation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're right. The way we do our scoring, it wouldn't be a three times better score, but would right. it score an, uh, uh, a seven and a half where the other one scores uh, six? When you look at the variance between our scores, it's not exactly linear, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, something that's twice as good because you're going to get some points on different stuff. When you look at, we, we should do this, Brandon. We should kind of total up all of our averages. Maybe we'll do it after the show and kind of talk about it a little bit. But the lowest we've ever rated something's a four. And the highest we've ever rated something's an eight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nothing will ever score, not that it's impossible, but very likely nothing's ever going to be below a three and nothing's ever going to be above a nine because Probably we're not, not going to say anything's perfect. And so mm-hmm. when you look at that variance, 
you know, a six to a seven is a massive difference. And so if we said that Wild Turkey 101 was like a six and a half, and then we gave mm-hmm. Rare Breed Rye a 7.5, like that is huge. Like That's that is a, tier. a ton yeah. of variance and probably three times better when you look at how we've rated everything as far as the scoring system goes. So mm-hmm. anyway, this moves on fairly easily. We wanted an easy contender. We like to keep it in the family like we did last time. We, we, we did 1920 versus Old Forester 100. I think that was closer than this. I, I do think that that was... I would agree. I, would agree. I, think, I think the Old Forester 100... I mean, I just think Old Forester's you know, kind of base product here with the Old Forester 100 is better than the Wild Turkey 101 products. That'd be a good head-to-head, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that Old Forester would wipe the floor with that. Have well. you guys had an old Forester product that you don't think is great value, or at least 80, very good value? The eighty six, eighty six one. I would, I, you know, I well, think that's the one. Seventeen like. one hundred is. I mean the seven, the one hundred is so much better for like three dollars, five bucks more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My first purchase that I think I when I when Ben came over, we've talked about this on the on the very first episode, the beginnings episode. Um, ben brought over a bunch of different bourbons. Let me try different stuff. The first thing, the first bottle that I went and bought was an old Forester 86. Mm. Um, I think it's the first bourbon bottle. I sure have bought like Wild Turkey 101 in the past and stuff like that or Makers or whatever. But uh, first bourbon bottle that I bought when I was into it was Old Forester 86. And I just ended up making old fashions with it because it wasn't good enough to sip. Um, mm-hmm. So 16, 17 bucks. Yeah, I agree completely. For a couple more dollars, go with it. But same thing with Wild Turkey. Like I'd never buy the regular standard Wild Turkey when – for like three, four dollars more, I could get one. Yeah, there. I don't know anyone who buys a regular wild turkey ever. Well, that, and that's like, a, like that, what? Is, that shouldn't even be a product they sell. What's wild turkey? <laughs> what's wild turkey's base? Isn't it like 80, 81 proof? Like it's really watered down, right? Or am I yeah. off on that? At uh, least the forester gives you the eighty six. Right. No yeah. one should be um, buying just plain wild turkey like that. It's just a bad decision. Well, <laughs> that's and, and what, I will, one. what I will say about about that is is I agree with you that no one should, but as a new person in a bourbon, the reason I bought that 86 was not a price thing. It was 100% because I didn't know if I could handle uh, the, the big proof of a hundred or 101 that I was looking at those things and seeing. And so that is why I went with that 86. Yeah. So it's kind of served its purpose. It's better than what we've kind of like crapped on in the past talking about, uh, Basil Hayden, it's a little better than that. That wild turkey mm-hmm. that you asked about, Brendan, is 81. Okay. So maybe slightly more approachable on those cheaper ones, but once you get into bourbon, man, Don't like the, the 100 and the 101 are for just a couple dollars more. I mean, water it down yourself and you just your bottle goes farther mm-hmm. um, yeah. than, than it does by buying an 86. Um, the other thing I'd say is maybe that mint julep. I've not tried that, Brendan. Oh, but, I've uh, heard that's awful. <laughs> I'd like to get it. It's only like 20 bucks. I'd like to get it just to try it, just to say I did, because it's not like you're investing 50, 60 bucks. I want to try the Statesman. If anybody's yeah. listening to this yeah. and has a Statesman, I'd love to get a sample of that. So you can Bro, have a sample. Send it on down. <laughs> you have the same thought, too. I was yeah. going to ask them for the exact same thing. If yeah. anyone wants to I'll, send us a Statesman. I'll, I'll send you whatever you want out of my collection minus the stag. Um, that, you can cool. have... If you want a George T. Stag Jr. or uh, George T. Stag Stag Jr. Sheesh, why am I saying that? If you want a Stag Jr., you want an Eagle Rare store pick, you want a Blanton's, whatever you want, I'll send you a sample if you have a statesman. So hit my DMs. Um, any uh, any other thoughts on this uh, Wild Turkey 101, Wild Turkey Rare Breed? Do we want to say what's coming up next week? Do we want to let the people Ooh, in? Real quick, uh, Wild Turkey 101 – Rye was better to me with it opening up, which kind of goes to Ben's theory. When I first poured it, I was like, this is 
swill. This is awful. Uh, it's now serviceable. It's fine. I think it'd probably be a good mixer for for a Manhattan or old fashioned or or what it, what have you. Um, but still, like this this rare breed is pretty pretty special, which is what we thought going into this. It's going to be an interesting uh, few weeks with the rare breaks. I think it's going to be a heavy hitter. What do we got coming up, TJ? Next up on our list, mm. Old Scout Single Barrel Barrel Strength Rye. Mm. What is Brandon? You have that. I do. What's the what's the proof on that? How close are we getting? Oh. Are we going above? Are we below? No, it is. I don't have the bottle right in front of me. It's going to be close proof wise. It's going to be in the one ten to one twenty range. So it's not like one forty, one thirty, something crazy. It is right. it's MGP juice, which is going to be a higher uh, rye mash bill. Uh, price wise, it's going to be about fifty five dollars. Uh, it's going to be about four years, I think. Um, so a little bit younger, and it's going to be different. It's going to be a very different experience within the same price point uh, and same proof. But the mash bill and the age, and it's from a different state. It's going to make it different. So it'll be a good, interesting head to head. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for it. This is going to be a tough road. I think we knew. Uh, I think we made it a little too easy on 1920 last time. I think we knew going in each week that 1920 was going to win. I mm-hmm. think we knew this week that Rare Breed was going to win. Um, Which is how I'm it not saying be, right, I, like in a I'm video game. Saying, yeah, I'm not saying that Rare Breed doesn't win the next three or four. But it's every week is going to be. But this is like the SEC of Rise. Like every week is about to be a battle. Yeah, um, minus you know that was just Tennessee that we played week one. So every other week, it, you know Georgia, Sports. Alabama, Florida, Texas A&M coming up next. So gonna be a tough yeah. one. You lost Ben. This is like the first round of like a Street Fighter. You know, gets it's really easy. And I it's was a little bit thinking, harder. no joke. I was like, when they go to like Mortal Kombat and they like <laughs> scroll down the entire mountain, you see like the people up, and you're like, oh, these Luke Kane's the first guy. Yeah, I, I got him. Yeah, but that dude with four arms is just chilling. Yeah, he's chilling. He's ready to rip. <laughs> TJ, if you don't know those references, like, come on, man. Like, that Get is out classic. Next classic. up, our favorite segment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, I play Mortal Kombat, bro. What do you think? I'm six? Um, Get over uh, here. I'm not as old as you. to do that. I'm not as old as you two, but I have played the game. So, um, But on a serious note, next up, our favorite segment. Trademark, patent pending, registered trademark, all those things, pursuits and purchases. Brendan, yes. start us off. I, this wasn't really a pursuit because I didn't think I was going to be able to find it anytime soon. And it mm-hmm. wasn't one I was going to go out of my way to pursue, but it was one I sent to TJ a couple weeks back when I heard about it. And so this sounds interesting. And TJ said, you know what, Brendan, you have such great taste in bourbon. It does sound interesting. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I went to ABC the other day. I was out of quarantine. I was like, you know what? I might treat myself. If I buy bourbon when my dog dies. I might as well get bourbon when I get my snow back too. celebrate the good and the bad. You know what I mean? I found it. I wasn't even looking for it wholeheartedly, but, but I, I stumbled across it. Heaven's door. I almost said heaven's gate. Heaven's door. It's Bob Dylan product. Yeah. Uh, technically it's Bob Dylan art, which is really pretty. If you can see it, it's actually kind of a cool bottle, uh, but it is finished with a red breast cask, which we are fans of red breast here on the show. Uh, I introduced you guys to Irish whiskey through the red breast portal. You guys were both fans of that cast strength. So this is basically hundred proof bourbon, 10 years old, uh, or is it Tennessee whiskey? Either way, finish in a red breast cask. 
Here's what Bob Dylan fellas has to say about it. I'm really glad Heaven's Door is being associated with Redbreast is the thrill and an honor. I mean, what a quote, right? I mean, what a quote. That's just a money quote. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So uh, it's a little pricier, but it's a cool bottle. I think it's going to be very good based on the reviews I've seen, based on liking uh, Redbreast and and all their products. Heard very good things about Heaven's Door at its price point. So I'm looking forward to this, even if it has a crappy quote from Bob Dylan on it. Um, how does it feel to be on your own, dude? I'm knock, excited knock, for it. Knock, knock, oh. Knocking on heaven's door. Here comes the story of the hurricane. Oh. Well, when Brendan approaches heaven's door with COVID, you know, he might at least grab a souvenir. I did think it was appropriate that I beat COVID. <laughs> uh, knock on wood, I'm still in the pneumonia uh, <laughs> timeline. Maybe I shouldn't be counting uh, right now, but you know, yeah. Don't don't count your chickens before they. Get cleansed of COVID. Ben, did you pursue or purchase anything this Ooh, week? This week, yeah. So um, my area just added a total wine and more than just total wine. What's the and more? The and more is gin, ah. tequila, Ooh. whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. Beer. Maybe even cigars. It's like Maybe the Beyond and Bed Bath and Beyond. But yeah, everything, but also bourbon. And so I went into this week and I was chatting up with some employees and they had received that day some Sazerac rye for 35 bucks. All so right. I was like, oh, might as well grab a bottle of that. That's good. And uh, so I grabbed one of that and they had a Hancock Reserve, which I sampled. And supposedly that's some limited release. I didn't think it was that great. So isn't Hancock the Blanton's be bad? It's the right. It's like poor man's Blanton's, right? Yeah. But they still charge you like sixty bucks, (laughs) which is the retail of Blanton's. Right. So I was like, no, it it wasn't that great. It was like in the eighties proof, and if you know me, that's unacceptable. It does taste a lot like Blanton's, and honestly, I would much rather pay. 55 bucks for that, then $110 for Blanton's. But. I would too, but I can get Blanton's for retail. So it, it wasn't that wasn't nice. great. It wasn't great. So I was like, hashtag pass. And so I picked up a bottle of Sazerac Rye. Awesome. That was great. So to add to the other seven that you already have. Um, yes. Very good. Um, okay. So let me try this out. Let's see if this works. I'm going to share a picture here. Oh, it oh, worked. Wow. Cool. Share the screen. Um, Ooh, why is that board side up in the top right corner? That's not the case at all because I made sure to share one window. Um, be shared two windows that would have been. We'd be in trouble. So <laughs> for those for those watching, you can see the picture that I have up there um, from my flight this weekend. For those not watching and only listening, I'll have to describe it to you. Um, I took an excellent picture of a guy's elbow and then four really really good bottles of whiskey. I have a Buffalo Trace kosher rye. I believe it's the same one we had on the show. Is that right, mm-hmm. Brent? That's correct. The, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see how that compared to the other things that were in the flight. I typically, when buying a flight, just for um, reference point, I, I don't know what everyone else's thoughts are on flights. I try to buy things that I've not had before, um, but I wanted to use uh, something that I did like, did enjoy from the same distillery. I wanted to try this while trying these other things that I'll describe here in just a second. The second 
Um, option on the flight or the second drink on the flight is a Baker seven year. Uh, the third option on the flight was an old Rip Van Winkle 10 year. And the fourth option on the flight was the Van Winkle 12 year. Um, the flight itself cost $40, maybe 42. Um, great really value. Good value. Great yeah. deal. Value off the charts still broke the budget because I essentially got a drink and a half for 40 bucks. Like, so it, so it still was expensive, but again, a really, really good value to yeah. be able to try two Van Winkle products, a Baker seven, which is nothing to like turn your nose up at. I'm really interested seven, in that. Yeah. yeah Baker's Buffalo. I miss the old Baker's bottling and yeah. Uh, yeah, Baker's is good. Very good value. And then that Buffalo trace kosher ride that we all had on the show for, for Brendan's blind Tesla was fantastic. Was really, really good. And so, um, 40 bucks for that flight. Again, I, I posted on all our social medias. If you go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you'll see that, um, real quick thoughts on that. Uh, I think that, you know, Brendan was saying that I probably like the Baker seven, the most, the Baker seven was fantastic. Um, really, really good. The smoothness on that Van Winkle 12 was just undefeated. It was so good. Um, and it did win the day. I mean, it was it was easily the best of the four. I let I let Kara try both uh, Van Winkle products, the Rip and the Twelve Year, and she commented on that immediately. She was like, "This is like drinking nothing," you know, like it was so so smooth, hmm. so so uh, you know easy to drink. Um, both of those fantastic. The Baker's was great, and I think that in a different situation, it probably would have been the best thing on most flights. Um, it was probably just as good as the, the, the Pappy 10, right? Such different products talking about a, a weeded bourbon and, and, or like a, a wheat, correct. Not even a weeded bourbon, but a wheat compared to the, ba but the Baker's was really, really good. And then the kosher rye was just kind of in a, against a bunch of really heavy hitters and so different than everything else. Being a lot lower of, proof than all yeah, of those, right? Much yeah. lower proof. The rye factor coming in with stuff that was much, much sweeter, it was just totally like kind of out of left field, but still very good. Like that kosher rye, if you can find that for like $40, $45 retail, I would absolutely recommend getting it. Um, it that, would be, that would be an elite daily if, if, if it, it was, was accessible. Yeah. yeah, but at, at the price at $45, $40, bucks, like it is a great value if you can find it. So the old Red Van Winkle 10, which Ben and I have stumbled upon across, uh, stumbled across a couple of them, and mm -hmm. I got one out of the vault. To me, that was not like, I mean, it was good, but trying it up against the 12 was really unfair to the 10. Mm. The, the, is there a price or sorry, not a price, a proof, a drastic proof difference between those two or is it just age? Oh, can you zoom rip. in? I don't also, know that, that, I, that a label for the old rip 10. Like it, it, it's pretty cool. It's one of the best labels. I I've really made. enjoy the old rip 10 label. It's solid. So it's an old wizard. on like, it looks kind of like an old scroll. Yeah. That's, that's a great, Yeah, it is definitely like Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. canon we're in the middle of watching the hobbit series right now which is what we watch when we Ooh. don't feel well mm -hmm. we just i don't the, i don't haven't watched any of those yet and i really need to I better just, than lord of the rings trilogy i, mean, I haven't watched any of them so oh oh yeah wow wow but you like harry potter it's interesting harry potter is great i've read all the oh, books too i know i'm just saying usually one likes one someone's gonna you know you're gonna kind of i know i know all right so we're we're deviating here sorry we, I was we giving time for TJ to Google things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was we, were just way off, 
we went way off course, and I still don't have a uh, an answer for you. Anyway, if you um, look at the fantasy uh, books, Brandon uh, Sanderson is an excellent author. The ten year is a ten year looks to be about one hundred and seven proof. The twelve year is a much lower proof. At, oh, well, there you go. Am I looking at like the ninety point four here? Whoa, no. one hundred seven for oh, ten. Hang on, hang I send on. it back. Van Winkle Special Reserve. Lot, is it lot? Is it a lot B? Correct. Yeah, I think it's a lot B. Proof. One hundred seven for the ten year. We can confirm that. All right. Right. All right. Yeah, All I right. had that bottle. Yeah. Yep. Lot B ninety point four. Wow. wow. No wonder. No wonder. I send it back. I send the twelve back. So wow, ninety point four. But you like this, so the age. But it. But the. Yeah. But the flavor. Like this. Yeah. It wasn't so much the proof because like I. Had, Clearly, been drinking yeah. all day. I was at a one-year-old's birthday party. I tweeted that the other day. So I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I can't take the proof. It was just so smooth. Now, again, the proof being low, maybe take something away from it. But like, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about taste to me. You know, not necessarily uh, what I'm, what I'm, what you know, mm-hmm. what the proof being massive is. And you know, we we've talked about that ninety being kind of our cutoff, right? Like that's where Eagle Rare is. That's where Buffalo Trace is. That's where mm-hmm. I'm sure that's where that everything um, is. Yeah, and so. Yeah, would the lot B be better way higher? Probably, but it was still just so great. Um, really, one really thing good. We don't talk about when we're like we're talking about age and proof, and even with the rare breed versus the one on one earlier, where something ages in a warehouse, like there's these money spots in warehouses and the way the yeah. heat flow is, mm-hmm. and and I yeah. don't even know the full science behind it, but like that makes a difference. And I know with a Pappy, if you read Pappy Land, like that's super super prevalent in that book, right, TJ? Like that's an important part of all of this that, that we would have a hard time quantifying because we don't have no idea how, how like a Rick house works other than just ben, you, there. You'd love that book. That Pappy Land book is so, so good. And, and I listened to it on audio book, which was really, really good. Um, I listened to it actually going up to Tallahassee and, and that book was fantastic. Um, but I, I, I would I certainly cried at like, the end of it. I got a little teary. It was good, lie. man. Yeah. It was a little emotional at the end. There was a lot of personal stuff put in there by, by then, but uh, yeah, Pappy Land was fantastic. Would definitely recommend it. Um, but yeah, it talked about that, the, the sweet spots in it. So yeah, I, I typically gravitate toward the higher proof stuff. But again, at the end of the day, it's about taste to me. And, and the, the flavor on that was just fantastic. So anyway, broke the budget a little bit, but still feel like I got a heck of a deal to get two, uh, two Van Winkle products, uh, another Buffalo Trace kind of highly sought after allocated, and then a, and the Baker 7. So um but that's it. I think that's all we have for tonight. You guys have anything else? Any closing thoughts? Any shout outs? Any? Ooh, yeah. Uh, well, what do we got? Uh, next week, we'll be talking about not Pappy Land, but Pappy Gate. Netflix. Oh, you watching New it? New documentary. Heist. Watch it. We'll be talking about it. It's great. I read an article recently that, like, really, it was talking about, like, the secondary market and trading. And if you're, you know, Someone like me who'd maybe just you know made a purchase and and lost. Well, not like me, like someone I know. Excuse me. Someone you've that, heard of. Yeah, yeah that, that may have purchased a you know a scotch they were looking for for a little while and then it broke in transit. Like the secondary market and and why it's so not even shady, but just kind of you know, have to keep it hush hush. Uh, the the pappy heist that we'll talk about next week, and that's part of this uh, documentary Ben's talking about is is brought up in articles like a big reason why the secondary prices blew up, um, or at least kind of the i'm ready the poster child for it yeah Yeah. i'm I'm excited to watch it i've had we were talking about in our group chat and then joe texted me on the side and said hey you guys should do that episode on pappy land and i was like dude we're literally literally talking talking. about or not pappy land pappy gate 
Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll talk about that on next week's episode. We will continue King of the Hill Rye. I got a shout out. Shout out and, real quick. And then we'll do pursuits and purchases and move on. Uh, Brendan, yes, shout out, please. To, uh, let's, oh, to you, TJ. Thanks for uh, being such a great host. You're awesome. Yeah. This, yeah, right. uh, awesome. Wow, jeez. Uh, oh and hopefully gosh. we can uh, we can enjoy a pour together coming up this week in Charlotte. That'll be nice. Yeah. Yes. yes. But what's yes, the real yes. shout out? Uh, a Seminole CPA it. on Twitter. Uh, he is a big fan of the show. Good dude, and is doing some really fun experiments right now with different types of of blends of prominent bourbons. He's working on one right now that I have not been able to try yet, but I have poured it and letting him marry. Uh, but this is only day two for drinking bourbon for mm-hmm. me, so I want to give it a good shot here. It's 40% uh, Maker's Cast Strength, 20% Eagle Rare, and 40% uh, what's WRDO, um, uh, the, the, the Woodford Reserve Double Oat. Yeah, there Ooh. we go. Yeah, so he's got a Cast Strength Weeder. He's got a super traditional... Uh, High quality bourbon, and then he has a double oaked uh, yeah, like finish marshmallow pancakes. I bet you that's probably pretty damn good. So he tried like Seminole CPA. Why don't you uh send in some blends for us to review? We'd love oh, to there you go. There it. you go. That wasn't what I was aiming for, but Ben uh he he blended that into he, what you were he, going for. He bended it. He bended it. All I'm saying, Seminole, is if you want us to review some of your stuff. Seminole. He calls him like literally calls him Seminole. That's amazing. Sir Sir Seminole. <laughs> Sir Seminole. Sir Seminole. Send us a blue Seminole. Wait, all right. Let's get out of here. All right. Or that not. was amazing. Cheers everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the heck just happened there. Hey, tune in on Thursday morning when we review Old Forester 100. Um it's gonna go well. I can I can tell. I may have already recorded that, but what? either way, it's gonna go no. really well. Um, I recorded it in my mind. So until next time, for Ben Cock, Brendan, the COVID Slayer, <laughs> and myself, TJ Pittenger. Cheers.